0: hello and welcome to media monday show as always i'm not gino
1: and i'm still not john i'm not still john i'm i'm carrying on to be not john
0: that's what we can all hope to be most days
1: to be not john
0: carrying on to be not john
1: yes that is the uh the mantra of 2020
0: yeah nobody wants to be john uh, episode, episode 70. Yeah. Not as sexy as episode 69, nope. but you know.
1: We're, we're done with the sex.
0: Yeah, no sex. Uh, so our next big milestone, I guess, would be like 100, I guess.
1: Yeah, I suppose.
0: We'll that's hit that in a year. 30
1: episodes. Yeah, that's like, yeah, like a year. Year and some change.
0: Year and change. Hopefully there'll be change.
1: Yes. Hopefully. But not to this podcast. We're gonna keep it exactly the same. Also Unchanged. I've got a new segment.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yay. <laughs> Segways.
1: Alright. Shall we jump into fantasy movie league? Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: It's not a thing still.
1: Like, I don't I don't know how long it'll be until fantasy movie league is back like if ever i mean i, don't
0: know. I mean um so the studio is specifically not releasing tenants actual numbers
1: yeah
0: uh because i mean unless they were doing great they're you know if they're doing great they would of course share it. it's like oh look at all these people going back to theaters it's good come back now but the numbers are awful i'm sure and so it's, i mean different than what
1: um like box office
0: mojo says Uh, box office mojo is an estimated thing okay Uh, while the studio usually releases um actual data actual hard numbers and they tweak their numbers every other place usually tweaks it based upon that
1: okay Uh let's see here. According to Box Office Mojo to date they've made 36 million.
0: Ooh. I mean there's no way that, that movie didn't cost like I don't know, 60-70 million.
1: Uh Worldwide it's made 239 million.
0: Yeah, but still when you think about how much advertising they have done over the past year.
1: Right, yeah, yeah.
0: They I I have, I don't think that they're breaking even yet.
1: I don't want to know what the budget was. Two hundred and five million.
0: Two oh five. Wow. And then probably double that for advertising because they had to do it over an extended period.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I. So that's.
0: That's going to be at least a uh, on paper. It's going to be a flop. I, I'm sure the movie's good.
1: Right. I, but, yeah. I don't know. any. I, I still haven't seen any trailers or anything. Is Do you think it's something that would have a sequel that they're not going to make a sequel because of
0: it not doing as well? I mean, Nolan doesn't really do that many sequels That's true. In, in reality. Um, but I don't know. I, I think that probably from what I've seen, it's it sets up a world where there's probably a sequel. Okay. If not, if not a prequel or something like that or other things happening within universe. Okay um but yeah I don't know uh here I get, I get I can do it right now um in a world without David Tennant, who <laughs> will be Doctor Who uh, bum, bum. directed by Christopher Nolan boom boom coming this summer boom
1: boom this fall <laughs> boom boom
0: this winter It's happening all across time Boom boom Tennet. That's 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 what I understand.
1: Okay. I thought you were gonna spoil it for me for a second there. I was like,
0: no. No, no, no. This is me creating I mean I might I don't really know that much about the plot. For okay. all I know it is like lacking David Tennant. Maybe they are running after him. <laughs>
1: Alright. Uh, do we want to jump into some news?
0: Yeah, we don't have much, but let's get into it. Okay. All right. So, um on Netflix, Avatar has released a option so that non-seeing people, uh, a non-seeing audience can enjoy uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender.
1: Okay. I was wondering which Avatar this was going to be. I was yeah, like Is it gonna it's going to be the... the one that was, you know, famous for being in 3D.
0: Yeah, the Navi, yes. <laughs>
1: It's so like, now it's 3D
0: uh, audio description. Yeah. Oh, it's coming right at me. <laughs> Watch to the left. But yeah, so now Avatar is available for even uh, a wider audience. So good for good for Netflix for doing that.
1: Yeah, I, I assume that was done by Netflix.
0: Like, yeah, I think they have to do it independently. I don't yeah. think Nickelodeon would have had to have done it, or the people who create—I mean, the people who created the DVDs might have done that, but that wouldn't have transferred directly over to Netflix. True. They would have had to pay their own people to do it, or at least pay for their thing to transfer it over. I
1: don't know. I uh, there's—they do this for a lot of their shows and things. Like I'm, I'm interested. Like if I ever go blind, I'm watching Netflix.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, and the thing is, some of them are actually pretty decent. It, it kind of plays out like an audiobook, but with, you know, better voice talent.
1: Yeah, okay. Hmm. I don't know. Like, there, there's like a podcast I listen to where somebody says that they listen to that while they're like doing other things.
0: I don't, I don't yeah. know about that. I, I'm sure you could pull it up on your phone and stuff and like if you're doing another project, have headbuds in and just be working away and watching a movie or a show or something. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Um, also in other news, walking dead. Have you been, have you, do you watch walking dead anymore? No. Okay. I watched watched like
1: season three or four or something.
0: I, they were leaving the prison, I think. So that tells you how far that's like season four. I think that's where I stopped as well. Uh, um, cause I, I understood they were going to come across like a group of cannibals and there was this creepy kid and it's like, I'm just, I didn't enjoy the show that much anyway. I thought it was a lot of stupid plot points. Um, but anyway, so it's, it's officially ending, but it's ending with the spinoff series, uh, involving Daryl and, um, uh, I'm sorry. Is that, yeah. Daryl and Karen. No, not Karen. I don't know. Anyway, it's the one that lost her daughter, like, in the first or second season. Susan? Sharon? I'm not sure. Anyway, so they're having their own spinoff series they're going to be doing. Not to mention, like, two other Walking Dead spinoffs.
1: Okay. Is that... um, Because I got down in the upcoming TV things, uh, The Walking Dead, The World Beyond... Is that yeah. the one you're so talking about, or is that a different That's one? a different
0: series. Okay. That's a different series. Although, apparently, cameos can be made between them. Okay. But, like, the World Beyond is, is, like, after recovery has happened. Okay. Or maybe it's in a different country or a different part of the world where they were able to get the zombie horde kind of under control. I'm not really sure. I mean, I like the idea of The Walking Dead, but the actual execution, I'm I'm not a big fan of it, so...
1: Hmm, okay. Yeah, me either. I don't know. I I liked it back in the day. I'm just over zombies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely we reached uh, complete saturation of zombie content. Between video games, board games, television, movies. Right. uh, Children's cartoons, children's books, everything. Bacon. It's all dead. (laughs) Okay. But yeah, in other news, uh, I kind of want to talk to you about this. So the Oscars have officially said that the best picture, in order to be able to compete, must be inclusive. Okay. What does that Um, mean? It means that they have to have people representing more things because of all the outrage of, like, best picture is always full of white people. Okay. So you have to be more inclusive by their guidelines. Um, which I understand the concept. It just kind of makes it seem like the Oscars, because there's obviously a lot of good pictures out there that are. Uh, uh, it's just those shows aren't necessarily paying the Oscars to have an ad campaign to be able to consi- be considered best picture. But it's also frustrating because if you're having a picture like, um, what was it, 1917? Mm hmm. Where in all reality, there wasn't that many. Uh, people of color. Like, I think there was a few Indian people in it because that plays out logically. But, I mean, there's certain period pieces where you wouldn't... Not to mention foreign films where it's like they're all Asian or something along those lines. Like, right. um, Parasite, which won Best Picture and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. They were just... I mean, there might have been different, um, different ethnicities within the Korean populace, but I... I'm sorry, I I wasn't able to tell that right. at least on the surface. Um, I just got the whole socioeconomic thing from that, but technically that wouldn't be able to win anymore.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Unless they're going to go ahead and have a blanket clause where like foreign films or for, uh, films showing just minorities get a like a pass. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some period stuff is definitely going to not be available anymore. Um, and I don't know, I, I just think it's forcing artists to, uh, curb their things to be politically correct, which, I mean, I understand involving people, but I don't know. When it comes to actual movies and stuff, I don't really know. I'm really torn about stuff.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: And when I talk about this, it just makes me come off as being racist, but, you know, like, I... <laughs> Like, when I watch Japanese films, I'm not pissed off when a guy is obviously, you know, Asian playing a white guy. Right. You know, or a white character. You know, I don't, I actually enjoy Bollywood movies where they remake, like, you know, superhero movies. And it's like, oh, look at that Bollywood, or look at that uh, uh, Bangladeshi Superman and Spider-Man. That's funny. Hmm. <laughs> So I I don't know how I exactly feel about this, but I honestly, I've not watched and really paid attention to the Oscars in a few years. Yeah. Like, as closest that I've done is that you and I kind of try to figure out what's going to be best picture and all those things. But I don't actually watch the Oscars. Right. And I actually don't. They're
1: too long, didn't watch. (laughs) Well, and I don't,
0: and I also don't set out necessarily anymore to watch the stuff that actually wins anymore. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that the whole culture needs to change. I think, in general, the Oscars is outdated, and they need to update anyway to survive. Yeah. Um, But that ends it for that part of the news. I've got some COVID news. Yeah, I saw this. Um, So, Wonder Woman 1984 is officially pushed back to Christmas of 2021. Of 2021? I think so. I, I no, I thought it was this
1: year on the twenty fifth.
0: No, it's next year. I'm pretty sure.
1: Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's this year. Uh, let's see here. We don't want to misinform. No,
0: let's see here. Yeah, we don't. It's twenty twenty. Is it of twenty twenty? Yeah. Okay, I see that now. It was originally June fifth. So it's pushed back to Christmas, but I don't know if it's actually going to come out. Yeah, I I am certain that it's going to be pushed back to next year. It'll be a summer release next year.
1: Maybe. What about uh, Black Widow? You think that's ever gonna?
0: <laughs> It'll come out next summer. Like same thing for Mor uh, Morbius, the Spider-Man villain spinoff. Like they're just went ahead. And Disney has pushed back most of their stuff to next year. Yeah, I... and especially seeing how Mulan's not doing very well. Um, I doubt that we'll get more releases like that. Okay. Uh, which segues us over to um, uh, so Disney news. China has banned any kind of media coverage on Mulan regarding. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce this, but I think it's Xinjiang. Okay. Which was an area where the movie was filmed. Yeah, uh, but it's also a location where China has placed a few concentration camps for their Muslim population.
1: Right. Heard about this.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, so, can, I can
1: see them going, no, let's not talk about that.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> but you know, it's it's one of those it's it's just a weird thing where you know. You live in a society where you can't talk about things like that. The media can't talk about it, and if studios like Disney or something, you know, are out like, oh, we didn't realize that was a location where such awful things, then quite frankly, Disney's not going to one be able to film in China ever again, and two, they're going to lose the entire Chinese market. Yeah. So, it's just it's just kind of weird. Like, just think if like. Any movie that has depicted the Queen of England suddenly wasn't allowed to be shown in Europe if it wasn't in a positive light.
1: You mean there are negative things about the Queen of England that gets shown?
0: Like, there's always comedic things <laughs> like uh, like the Naked Gun, like she shows up and gets thrown about and everything. Like there's always depictions of her. Okay. This. So at least somewhat negative and there's biopics that don't exactly show her in a favorable light. If anything it's neutral. so it's just one of those things where I don't know it's we're living in some interesting times and I'm glad that I you know don't get paid the big bucks to worry about it for studios right. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for the news right now. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add that didn't get put on?
1: Um, No, I, I suppose if I'd seen something, I would have put it on there.
0: Yeah, this was kind of a short movie week. It was overshadowed by a lot of other things happening in the world. Right. When it comes to like news and whatnot. So all of my feeds were just filled with other things that didn't actually have anything to do with... Or it was, like, petty stuff, like, things that are like, gossip stuff. It, It wasn't necessarily things involving actual movie news or television news or anything.
1: Right. So, um... I, uh... Normally we don't talk about shows that are coming back. Um... Uh, sometimes I'll throw in like one or two things. Uh, but uh, we're, we're getting to the, the new season of things. And, and there aren't that. I guess there are a fair amount of new shows, but the majority of them are. There, there's a lot of older shows that are coming back that are of note. And I thought I would uh, mention those before we get into the new releases this time. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Like, I, I thought it made sense to put it here. Or maybe I should have done it after the new releases, but before the streaming movies. I, I don't know. But I um, thought I'd mention it here. So, uh, South Park's having a pandemic special. Oh, fun. Uh, it's an hour long special on the 30th of September. Um, oh, I know what I was going to put down um, for the news the uh the main channel that carries south park in australia um has canceled and are no longer okay, going south to carry park? south park wow um which i don't know maybe that'll spread
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I mean cuz even the creators don't want to be doing it anymore
1: right yeah I don't know, but I I don't know. I think it's, it's time to end South Park, but I also think it's time to end the Simpsons. So
0: yeah, it was time to end the Simpsons like 10 years ago
1: and family guy.
0: Like I don't hear anybody ever talking positively about, um, the Simpsons, you know, now,
1: yeah, I don't necessarily hear people talking negatively either, but, but I don't, I I feel like it's just kind of worn out. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, Fox has been trying to do other animated shows. Uh, A lot of them are showing up again in the next couple weeks. Uh, Bob's Burgers is coming back on the 27th. I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah, you would be.
1: Um, There's the... What's the name of the show? Duncanville is another animated show that's coming back in the next couple yeah. weeks. On I think I heard about
0: that from you, though. Yeah.
1: Um. So, like, uh, Fox is trying to replace... Uh, they know, like, The Simpsons and Family Guy are like, not necessarily going to last them as long as they would like so they're they're coming out with new stuff yeah. um the mass singer i'm excited for comes back on the 23rd yeah is, did they film this
0: before or have they filmed this like after i pandemic? do
1: not know i think it was filmed after
0: okay i'm interested to see because a lot of it is like audience kind yeah. of yeah right? like it's the it's the sound of the crowd
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. They, um, they, uh, what am I saying? They, they, they perform. There's a crowd, but, and the crowd votes on who stays and who leaves. Um, let's see here. The mass Singer, there's a video here that says first look, a socially distant season. So it must've been shot after. Okay. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um. Let's see here. Did you ever watch any Star Trek Discovery? No, actually, I saw an ad for it here recently, and it actually kind of made it seem more interesting. So I might actually start watching it.
1: Uh, so it's going to be on CBS. Um, like, CBS is doing a weird thing where they're taking stuff that's originals on there. Um. Uh, on their uh, digital platform and putting it on broadcast TV. Right, that might be Star why Trek I saw it
0: advertised. Do what? That might be why I saw it advertised.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, let's see here. The great British baking show is going to be the next season is going to be like simulcast uh, in the UK and then on Netflix, uh, which means it comes week after week. On Netflix, just like it does in the UK. Um, but if you're into the Great British Baking Show, you don't have to wait for it to come from somewhere in the UK yeah. and then
0: be put on Netflix. Or... I mean, I, I've always liked the Great British Baking Show. It's, it's a lot of fun. The kids like it. It's something we can sit on as a family.
1: Mm-hmm. I hear, I hear it's wholesome. I haven't actually seen it.
0: It is like you actually have moments where like competitors will actually help other competitors if they're having issues. It's it's a very kind competition.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's that. What was it? Making it was the. Is that the show with Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler? Uh. Yes. Uh, and that was very similar. In- yes,
0: it's a very similar concept when it comes to like judging and them doing.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, Fargo comes back for season four on the 27th. And I believe it has, I want to say it has Chris Rock in it. Okay. And it's like, um, have you watched any of the Fargo TV show?
0: I haven't watched a single bit of it. Okay,
1: I watched I haven't the first heard it bad. season and a half or something. It's it's pretty good. Okay, um, I don't know, but like the the first couple seasons, they're they're like anthology seasons. So like they're they're different stories. Like the the first one's like modern day, and then the second one is like in the past, and then like. They talk about like the mob in Kansas City, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, like this current new season actually takes place in Kansas City. Um. But I, I've I've seen like a season and a half, and it was pretty good, and I've heard good things about the rest of it. So I thought I'd mention it here in the returning shows.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things that I'll probably get around to it at some point. I just... I I keep forgetting that it exists. Right. Like, when I hear people talk about it, I genuinely think that it's... They're talking about, um... uh, They're talking about the movie.
1: Right. Uh, Let's see here. Saturday Night Live comes back on the 3rd. Um... And it has uh, Jim Carrey playing Joe Biden.
0: Okay. Are they doing the thing where they're still doing SNL at home, or is it...
1: No, it's back in the studio. Okay. But I don't know if they're going to have an audience. Uh, but it's it's in the studio.
0: Okay, yeah. It'll be weird without an audience, but I think the studio will at least allow them all to do better skits. Yeah.
1: Um and that's kind of it for notable returning shows over the next couple weeks. Uh new releases.
0: <coughs> Excuse me. Uh
1: Netflix has like a a animated family kid show called Mighty Express. Um it's about trains. Okay. Um I don't know. I think it's too young for your kids
0: yeah they've they've upgraded here recently they're watching things that my babies don't watch anymore
1: (laughs) uh and noah holmes is one that i'm excited about it's coming
0: out in the next couple weeks yeah i've heard a critique about it though do what I heard a critique about it where it sounds like uh, Millie Bobby Brown is having trouble doing a British accent despite the fact that she's British.
1: Okay. That's kind of funny.
0: It, it is. I think that she's performed in the United States too long. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I look forward to it. I think uh, it's got an interesting cast. I like the concept.
1: Yeah, and it's got... Um... Superman.
0: Yeah, it's got Henry Cavill and uh, somebody else's Mycroft. Uh,
1: I don't know. It's got uh, got... Helena Bonham Carter.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Helena Bonham Carter is Mother Holmes. Okay. Yeah, Uh, it seems like like a fun movie.
1: Oh, I guess that's a movie. For some reason, I thought it was a series. I should have put that down in the movies.
0: No, you Gino, you messed Let's redo the podcast.
1: Oh, no. Here, I'll just. We had some pretty good banter, too.
0: We're going to lose it. We're just going to lose it. I'll put it down in the streaming
1: movies and we'll talk about it again in like 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, There's also a series called Country Ish, which is like a reality show about. a country music performer and uh, his wife is like from LA and he's from Texas and they're all like city and country and uh, they've got like three kids and she's got cancer and okay um so like it's like this is their story and uh it's reality show following them
0: okay I thought it was going to be like a spin-off of like Blackish and Grownish. Uh-huh. No. No. But it's going to be just, you know, the white version of that. Right?
1: I feel like that'd be just racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's a show called Sneakerheads, which is about a guy who uh, he used to be addicted to getting, uh, getting sneakers, getting shoes, and and then like reselling them and trading them and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm aware of what a sneakerhead is. But...
1: <clears throat> um, and then uh, like he he goes back for like one last score. Like, like is
0: this a reality style sh- show or?
1: No, no, this is a comedy.
0: Okay. It needs one last hit.
1: And like they're they're going for like shoes that like nobody knew existed or like they thought they did, didn't exist. That's what I'm looking for. Uh okay. like they thought these shoes didn't exist and they find these shoes and they're trying to like like trade things around and and like I don't know. Like they're, they're I guess like somebody was all like excited about these shoes and like, we're gonna get our hands on these shoes and like one guy's all like i'll trade like my entire shoe collection for these shoes and they're like going for the big score i don't know like some celebrity would tra- i don't know yeah I, i'm i'm just poorly repeating the trailer
0: <laughs> okay so check out the trailer if that sounds interesting to you
1: yeah if you like shoes you might like this show um, there's a documentary called "Whose Vote Counts?" Explained, and uh, it talks about like uh, the way society and the electoral college and everything works around voting, and like what's wrong with the system and how it can be fixed.
0: Yeah, that sounds interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I thought so. That's why I put it on here. Normally, I don't put like documentary sort of things on the list. Which means we, we slept on Tiger King, but.
0: Oh yeah, we we dropped the ball on that completely.
1: But I mean, how do you know like something like that's gonna hit, like?
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it hit with a force that nobody saw coming.
1: Uh, let's see here. There's a show from the uh, creator of Sex and the City uh, called Emily in Paris, and it's about like a single girl. Who moves to uh, Paris to uh, work in the advertising business and like gets swept up in like dating and things there? It's it's very Sex in the City like.
0: Okay, I never watched Sex in the City, so I it just doesn't strike as my cup of tea. But you know, good for them. Yeah, is it like, is it within the same universe? Like, is it the same? Characters or anything? No, I don't think so. Okay, it's just by the creators of. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: and there's also a show called Song Exploder. Uh, which they uh, take like each episode takes a musician and they break down like how a specific song was created. And oh, they've that's got cool. like uh, Alicia Keys and. Uh, who else was there? I can't remember. Um, let's see here: REM, Lin Manuel Miranda. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so
0: it goes like it interviews the artists.
1: Yeah, so there was a popular podcast that was turned into a series, and they they uh, they show like video of like. Like the song being made, and like they uh, they talk about like working with like specific beats, and like when it all came together, and things like that. Yeah, I I don't know. I thought thought Sarah might be interested in that with her her recent endeavors into music. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but yeah, it sounds kind of cool uh let's see that's netflix uh amazon has a series called utopia and it uh it's a series about a um let's see here a group of obsessive comic book fans who find themselves targeted by a shadowy government organization after they gain possession of an underground graphic novel that depicts a conspiracy that may not be entirely fictional. Ooh. Um, it looks interesting. It's got uh, uh, John Cusack and Rain Wilson. Oh,
0: I like both of those actors.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm surprised you haven't seen like a trailer or something for this since it's on Amazon and they.
0: I uh, yeah, I've, I've not, but. Amazon has been just advertising the boys ah, really hard. For
1: me. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, Hulu has a series called Monsterland, and it's kind of um, a a it, it's kind of horry, and it's about. Um, a it's it's a anthology series so each episode follows some as a bunch of, it's it's based on a book a short story collection so each one is like okay. a different story about um like people being interacting with being interacting with people interacting with like uh, mermaids and like fairies and I can't remember but they're all like Creepy, like it drives them crazy, kind of thing.
0: Okay, kind of like uh, something that would be in a uh, Del Toro kind of a movie, right? Maybe, like uh, Pan's Labyrinth or something, where it's like they're fairies, but they're kind of creepy looking.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, like it ends up being horry, like they end yeah. up like killing things and people and
0: stuff. Yeah. I'm not big into horror stuff, but monsters and like the mythology and everything—I kind of like that stuff. So yeah. I might actually check it out. You said that's Hulu.
1: Yep, Hulu. Okay. Monsterland. Monsterland. Comes out on October second. Okay.
0: Well, of course they've got to have it out in time for Halloween. The the Halloween that was not.
1: Right. Everybody's gonna be sitting at home and watching scary movies. Yeah. TV shows and stuff uh, HBO max has a show called the murders at White House farm okay and it's a true crime series about like the like said so, like Britain's most grisly murder um, okay it's a mini series and that's on HBO max I mean, we
0: about tiger king but that's usually not my thing tiger king was like a train wreck i'm usually not into the whole true crime stuff me either
1: i'm gonna be real general here but you know who you know who likes true crime women women like true crime
0: yeah yeah way, way to lose our two women <laughs> who are listening. even though they like true crime they're not going to admit it listening to our podcast right
1: we're going to turn this into a true crime podcast in which we have to explain how the two vi- women vi- uh, listeners killed me.
0: Yes. All right. We have to mansplain to the two killers.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, that's the smartest way far. write
0: us at MediaMondayshow gmail.com. <laughs>
1: um see here what was this show uh code 404 uh it's a cop comedy set in a near future london oh yeah it's about (laughs) um like a guy who uh dies and gets brought back to life by technology and is a cop and like like funny things happen because like like he has to like plug into a computer to download things and and like he does things like walks off with the computer plugged in still or
0: um, it's a comedy uh, RoboCop. Yes. Okay, I'd probably tune into that.
1: Yeah, that's on uh, Peacock. I skipped to the next level. I. You did. I did. Dang it. I'm not doing real well here on this episode.
0: <laughs> You're all over the place, Gino. All You're right, so
1: that's on Peacock. Back to, Back HBO, to Max. HBO Max. Um. How do you pronounce this word? Hot. Hot. Hot.
0: H a u t e. Hot yes. dog.
1: Hot dog. And it's Hot. About, like, ho- actually, I think it's hoked.
0: Like hoked couture. No. Hoked couture, maybe. Yeah. Hoked so. Dog? Okay.
1: This is like a, a, dog grooming, um, like reality, competition.
0: Oh, is it reality? Yeah. Oh, it completely lost me there. It's a dog grooming competition series. Is Becca into that stuff? I know she enjoys, like, dog movies and stuff. I,
1: I don't know that she would
0: enjoy dog grooming. Like, does she watch Best in Show or anything along those lines? Like, the actual, like, uh, Windsor or whatever. Not Windsor. Winchester. Is that it? Like, the the, the actual dog pageant?
1: Uh, no, she doesn't. Um yeah, I I don't think this would be her sort of thing.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely not mine.
1: I'll tell her about it and we'll see. Well, I already mentioned it to her cuz I was uh, I well, I was prepping and she didn't go, "Oh, I want to see that," so maybe not. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Back to Peacock. <laughs>
0: right, back to Peacock. Uh,
1: Peacock has a like um like a talk show. Uh, kind of thing. Uh, it's the Amber Ruffin Show. And do I know who that is? Amber Ruffin I is... Name. I'm sorry?
0: I don't, the name doesn't ring a bell, do I? I know who that is.
1: Uh, she's a writer and frequent on-air contributor to the uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers show. Okay. And this is produced by Seth Meyers. Uh, it's a what? weekly talk comedy show. Okay, well, good for her. Yeah. Um, and that's it for Peacock. Remember, Code 404, that was Peacock.
0: Yeah. That's, that's Peacock and not HBO Max.
1: Right. Uh, I, th- I think I may watch Code 404. It, yeah, Code 404 it's, sounds
0: uh, funny. I believe it's a British show. Oh, that's even more better. Their cop stuff is always good. Um...
1: And then Disney Plus has a behind-the-scenes uh, sort of show for uh, "Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom" is the title. Okay. So it's like I don't know, like you're you're following the like the the animal caretakers. I'm drawing a blank on this word.
0: Caretakers probably right. The, okay. Because like, they call all the people cast anyway, so.
1: I wanted to call them tamers, like lion tamers.
0: Yeah, I don't think they're actually taming them. They're specifically supposed to be <laughs> yes. creating an environment where they seem more Yes. wild. So the opposite, the untamers.
1: <laughs> untamers. All right. Uh, so that's on Disney. Uh, Apple TV Plus has um, a series called Tiny World. Tiny kind of world. And it's a um, nature series uh, narrated by Paul Rudd. Okay. Uh, it's got six episodes coming out on uh, October 2nd. And then it's, got, it's supposed to get another six episodes sometime next year.
0: You know, when I think Paul Rudd, I don't think narrator. I know. I mean, I don't think he would be bad at it, but... Like, he doesn't have, like, one of those voices where it's like, oh, I could could just listen to him read stuff all day long. Like, he's not a Morgan Freeman or a Neil Gaiman or... Anything along those lines.
1: Have you seen the actor and certified young person Paul Rudd video? No. Um... Like he, it's him telling people to wear a mask, in like all sorts of different like young person slang.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: you should look that up. It's pretty funny.
0: Okay. Because
1: well, isn't he like fifty something? He is uh, fifty one.
0: Fifty one years old. Wow. It's just frustrated when somebody who is you know. 20 years my senior looks better than me. Yeah. <laughs> know what you mean. Yep. Gino <laughs> and I are both handsome in our own right, but right. we definitely show all of our years and then some. Right.
1: I I want to body swap with Paul Rudd.
0: <laughs> you and everybody else. Maybe. In fact, that's probably what he does. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's how he keeps young.
0: He's some sort of a demon who he just takes over other bodies and they just turn into Paul Rudd. That's why, like, every now and then people can't find him. It's like, oh, Paul Rudd hasn't done a movie this year.
1: (laughs) Oh, Paul Rudd. Uh, Anyway, um, that's him narrating Tiny World. Okay. I kind of want to watch an episode of that just to see how his narration is.
0: Yeah, like like I said, I don't think it'll be bad, but I just don't think, like, Paul Rudd does not scream narrator to me. That's just, that's all I'm saying.
1: They should have gotten Morgan Freeman.
0: Yeah, I mean, they obviously couldn't afford Morgan Freeman.
1: What? They're Apple. They can afford anybody. And they chose Paul Rudd.
0: Well, I mean, sometimes you gotta go economically viable.
1: Yes, you gotta, it's the narrator carbon footprint. Yes, Like, we have to sell a billion iPads to be able to afford Morgan Freeman. Or we could just give Paul Rudd a Nano. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Traditional TV. Um, Fox has a show called Filthy Rich.
0: I think I've seen this advertised. I'm not sure.
1: It's kind of a soapy drama... Um, about a Southern family famed for founding a Christian television network. Yeah. And, uh, the Patriarch suddenly dies in a plane crash and the surviving family members are shocked to discover that his will includes three illegitimate children. Um, yeah, that's on Fox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh the Freeform Network has a uh a show called Cal Penn approves this message. Okay. And it's a um series with interviews and guests and comedic segments on political topics including education, the environment, judges, health care and voting. Uh starring Cal Penn. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, it's a comedy talk reality show. I, I, for some reason, I like to mention these, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Uh, normally I don't even talk about things that are on Freeform. Let's see here, Fox has a show called "I Can See Your Voice," which, if you're familiar with the show "The Voice," they they all turn around, and they they only turn around when they like. They, they, after they've chosen a person based on their voice yeah yeah uh, this is the opposite where they look at someone and they guess whether they can sing based on how they look
0: okay so <laughs> so it's basically how the music industry has done it for the past you know 30 years
1: yeah probably okay uh, it's hosted by uh, Ken Jong.
0: okay so it is going to have a lot of comedy antics
1: oh yeah I'm sure. Um, There's a uh, animated show. There's a couple of them. Uh, There's Magical Girl Friendship Squad. uh, Okay. Which is about a couple girls who uh, get given... Like superpower kind of things by some sort of god. I I don't know. It's it's a weird looking show. That and this other show, Wildlife, are on Sci-Fi's Jeezy, which is kind of like like Adult Swim but on Sci-Fi. Yeah. So like these are like adult cartoons with language and stuff.
0: Okay, because I was about to say like Magical Girl Friendship Squad sounds like every other magical power girlfriend thing. Like,
1: um, in the trailer, the, um, the god is all like, like, I named myself after the earth god, Isis. (laughs) And they're like, no, you don't want to do that now. And, (laughs) um, and then they're like, she's like, uh, choose an item for me to imbue with your powers. And, uh, one girl's all like, I choose my birth control. Uh, that way, I always remember it. <laughs> and uh, the other girl's like my bong. So that's the kind of show.
0: So definitely, we're not going to be watching it on weekends with the family.
1: No, this this happens at like midnight on Sci-Fi, on the weekends.
0: Okay. I mean, it sounds funny. I I I'd probably give it an episode to see if it, you know, has good writing.
1: Uh, yeah, that one seems to be a little better than the wildlife one. The wildlife one is weird talking animals. Okay, um, I don't know, it the writing on it doesn't look that good. I'm not interested in wildlife, but I uh, I don't know. Given the choice, I would watch Magical Girl Friendship Squad. Okay,
0: maybe that was their plan all along. It's like, oh, we're going to release two. Um, two cart- adult cartoons and we're going to make one real crappy. They've that way people got are like, oh, a, well, check out the other one. Oh, in comparison, it's so much better.
1: <laughs> They've also got a robot chicken-like show that's like animated doll kind of stuff. Okay. But wasn't in this... It may not be coming out this week, the next two weeks. Or it may already be out and I missed it. I don't know. <laughs> I watched the trailer for it and was all like, Oh, this looks like Robot Chicken. And then I turned it off yeah. before I figured out anything about when and where. I, but mean, I don't know, it's on TZG. It
0: might, might have been sued. Yes.
1: Maybe. But it was it was way more adult than Robot Chicken. Okay. Like, as far well, that as like, language the, goes. That and, might be the gimmick. Yeah. Uh, NBC is bringing back The Weakest Link. Uh oh, cool. hosted by uh what's her
0: face? Jane Lynch. Oh, she'd be a good person for that. Yeah, I agree. Cause I was gonna say it's gotta be a British person. And it's like, oh, but Jane Lynch, yeah, yeah, that works. Because you gotta be like insulting but yep. also still, you know, endearing a little. So yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I might check that out.
1: Yeah, um, and then uh, there's a show called Connecting dot 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 dot, uh, and it is a um, post pandemic production. Uh, where it's like a Zoom sort of thing, like people interacting on a Zoom call and things, and and that's that's how it's recorded. I guess. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's a gimmick, but I just I don't like it.
1: Like uh this is this show actually looks like the production values are pretty good. Oh, I'm sure they are. And uh like it's it's scripted, so like it's a like a, a story about like people interacting with each other during the pandemic. Um I may actually give it a watch. It, it looks decent okay uh amc plus uh has um now amc plus i guess is a a streaming service uh but the show will eventually end up on amc as well uh the show's called gangs of london and uh it's a like a a british sopranos kind of thing like you got your family and then somebody kills somebody and you're in the family and you're all like, nobody used to touch the family. And, and yeah. Um, that's gangs of London. Okay. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's way serious and dramatic and, uh, probably not something I'll watch because of that. But, yeah. um, it, if that's your kind of thing, then you might like that show. Um, Fox has a show called Let's Be Real. Uh, let's see here. It is a puppet-filled election-themed comedy special. Uh, from Robert Smigel. Oh,
0: well, he's a Saturday Live alum. Yeah,
1: and try the insult comic dog, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, puppets and election-themed special on October 1st on Fox. Okay. Um, and then there's The Walking Dead The World Beyond on AMC.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks interesting. I'm just not going to tune in. I'm not going to invest any time in any Walking Dead properties. Yeah, fair enough. But for people who are big fans of it, I mean, you know, good for them. They've got plenty of content now out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh let's see here that's it as far as traditional tv goes and new tv for the next couple weeks um (laughs) streaming movies netflix has a movie called uh the boys in the band and um it has uh it's about it's set in 1968 and it's a it's basically a play that's been turned into a movie um about like a a party uh it's a bunch of gay guys and um and like somebody from the host past shows up and drama happens um but it it stars uh jim parsons uh, Matt Bomer, Zachary Quinto, um, so like a bunch of like bigger named gay actors. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it actually looks pretty good.
0: Um. Yeah. Or I like Jim Parsons in general.
1: And he's the 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 host, which is interesting. Like it shows him. There, there's like one scene where it's all like, okay, we're gonna. We're gonna play a game. Uh, you're gonna call the the person who, um, like like the person that you've always loved and not told them. And Ooh. like, so you get one point for calling, two points if they pick up, and like three points if you tell them that you love them. I don't know. Like that's a big part of it. And I don't know. It looks it looks pretty good. Uh Amazon Prime has a movie called The Glorious which is a biopic about Gloria Steinem. Um I don't know. It's about Gloria Steinem, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh it's got uh, Julianne Moore and Bette Midler and I, I don't know um, it was originally set to get a theatrical release but now it's an Amazon exclusive
0: huh.
1: um, so that's kind of weird but but uh, yeah it looks like the production quality on that's pretty good and
0: yeah it, it's probably them trying to buy um, is this a, this is a show right it's a movie. Oh, movie. Well, this is them trying to buy an Oscar, then.
1: Yeah, probably. Uh, Shudder has a original movie called Scare Me. And I don't normally put Shudder things on here, but I thought it was interesting that they've got an original that's coming out. Yeah. Um, and it's about, uh, two writers that end up, um yeah trapped in a so like they both go to like the cabins in the mountains kind of thing, and they're out like jogging and run into each other and then uh the power goes out and like they end up in the same cabin like waiting it out and um and they they're telling scary stories to to entertain each other okay and I don't know if like the stories are coming true or what's the deal there, but it's a it's a horror film, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Netflix has a movie called "Vampires vs. the Bronx." It's is it a baseball movie? A baseball movie is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I just I, I like the idea of like vampires going up against like you know some baseball team in the Bronx in like the '30s. Like who's going to win?
1: Um, I don't think so.
0: No, probably not, because you know that wouldn't make any sense to anybody but me. Yes, <laughs> I just want like gangster style people going, yeah, see vampire, I'm going to get a home run on you, and yeah, see. But we can move on. We can move on.
1: Let's, uh, let's move on. see here. The little blurb says uh, three gutsy kids from a rapidly gentrifying Bronx neighborhood stumble upon a sinister plot to suck all the life from their beloved community.
0: Ha. Huh. Political commentary.
1: Ha. Huh. Um, so, yeah, that's that's really all I know about it. Um, but it's on Netflix. Uh, let's see here. And then Enola Holmes is a movie. It is, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard
0: about this recently.
1: Uh, recently.
0: Very recently. Within the past half hour, I guess. But yeah, it's starring uh, Millie Bobby Brown, um, Superman, what's-his-face, on the bottom, Carter. Yeah. It looks good. I, I definitely will watch this. I uh,
1: I watched the other day um henry cavill uh building a computer because that's that's in my fields
0: of interest it is that's that's quite the venn diagram you have there
1: (laughs) um like i guess like he's like i need a new gaming computer and bought all the parts and put it together himself and like film it
0: he he seems like the nice balance between you know um Nerd and Dreamboat, I guess right. you could say.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. But like, there were there were things like like he had really expensive parts, and I was like, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, of course. I'm jealous does. of He's his He's got parts. All
0: that money. He's got that Justice League money.
1: Yes. Um. But yeah, that was. You can find that on Instagram, on his Instagram, if you want to watch that. Uh, i know right. you don't but maybe our yeah, listeners know, do but... yeah
0: is he shirtless uh
1: i don't think so i don't okay i don't remember that part. i d- was i was more <laughs> intrigued by
0: you're more interested in the hardware and the yes. software than you are in
1: the building
0: it uh
1: all right uh you want to get into what we're watching yeah, I've
0: not been watching much, but let's get into it.
1: Okay. I'm still watching Taskmaster. I'm on season seven.
0: We we have taken a break. Uh, season seven, I think that's the best one. Okay. You're almost caught up with us. As soon as you're done with this, then we, we've taken a break because we didn't want to go from what we perceived as being the best season to what might be the worst season. Okay. Uh, uh, but
1: it's not... Did you watch the first episode? Yes. Did it involve a bikini? Uh, yes. We laughed so
0: hard at that.
1: I had to think of what you were talking about. Like, yeah, that was. I Becca laughed a lot at that as well. I. Uh, I think well, I'm you might be asleep during the middle of the
0: episode. You're losing your bottoms, and I'm losing my top. Yes. Oh, I'm not thinking that. Well, stop thinking it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That guy, uh, and then, uh, what's his name, Phil Wang?
0: Yes, oh, Phil Wang, yeah. You're going to see a lot, see a lot of Phil Wang.
1: Yes. I'm like two or three episodes in, and um, yeah, his, his outfit choice is hilarious. Like, this is
0: the first group that I think is genuinely competitive. Yes. And all of them genuinely want to win. And it's 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 so good, it's excellent. It's it's in my opinion, it is definitely the best season so far.
1: So uh, there's a new season that starts on uh, October fifteenth. Oh, good for them. And I will be getting my hands on that.
0: Oh yeah, I'll I'll definitely enjoy watching it after you get your hands on that. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I have been watching Shit's Creek with Sarah. Okay, and we're watching it on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's about a really uh, rich family who end up with like a Bernie Madoff kind of a situation, and they lose all of their assets except for this little town that they bought as a joke called Shit's Creek. And so they have to go live there, and it's antics ensue, and it's Eugene Levy, um, Catherine O'Hare, uh, Eugene Levy's son, Dan Levy, and, like, a few other people, and it's, oh, it's got, um, what's it, uh, Chris Elliott. He's in it. And okay. it's just a lot of funny, and there was one scene, it was a sex scene, and it was one of the funniest things that I have seen in a long time. Like, I couldn't breathe, I was laughing so hard. Okay. Okay. Um, but we're just at the beginning of that. Like we're not even halfway through the first season and we're enjoying it. It's, it's become our new go-to because also it's like 20 minute episodes. Okay. So you can kind of really knock out two of them in a night instead of having to watch, you know, one longer thing.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I think my dad watches that. I don't know. I've heard somebody recommend it.
0: It's, it's funny. I, I genuinely can recommend it. You don't have to go off just your dad's word.
1: Okay. Uh, um, what
0: else?
1: I, there's so, Peacock dropped all of AP Bio season three at once. Okay. So you're um, binging there. There's eight episodes. I've watched seven, I think. Okay. Um, It's, the episodes are hit or miss, but it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, you said that like in order to counterbalance like the poor writing, they just gave more Helen.
1: That was the first episode, and then they, they, they focused on other things on other episodes.
0: Okay. Like we didn't make it all the way through season two, and I don't I don't see us coming back.
1: Okay. Season two ends with Spoilers, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil it for you since you've I'm yeah. Probably not going to come back. It comes. It, it ends with Helen having to go back to high school and it's like I'm going to take AP Bio.
0: <laughs> oh, funny. Okay, so yeah, I, I, I see how that goes.
1: Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was going to be like her in the in the class the entire season, but it's not.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sure. Obviously, he's going to. He figured out a way to get her out of the class most of the time.
1: Um, but like, uh, like the first episode is all Helen and it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying AP bio actually. It's, it's been what I've been watching when I'm not watching Taskmaster.
0: Okay. Well, good
1: to know. Uh, Beck and I watched, uh, what is it? Kipo and the Wonder Beasts. Kipo in the Age of the
0: Wonder Beast. Okay, yes. Yeah, my girls really like that. I watched most of the first season with them. Um, and it's a fun show. It's really good. It's got yeah. some good musical numbers. It's got a really rich universe. I really like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's surprisingly good for an animated show.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a Netflix animated show too, I think.
1: Yeah, it's a Netflix. It's from uh, DreamWorks.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I enjoy it. I think it's a really nice thing. They've uh, got some really good voice talent, uh, really interesting characters, really interesting setup. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, how far in are you? We watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. So yeah, we got through that. Yeah,
1: we watched the whole
0: thing in like two or three days, like both seasons. I think I watched. I watched the first season, or yeah, I watched the first season of that when I was also watching Infinity Train. Okay. And they both have, like, a similar feel or vibe to them. Uh,
1: The third season of that is coming soon, and it's going to be the last season.
0: Yeah, I I think Netflix itself is advertising it.
1: Yeah. Um, Let's see here. I don't know. Uh, what what else have you been watching?
0: Uh, I watched the first episode of the second season of Boys, which is the Amazon original superhero
1: yeah. dark
0: show, dark comedy, maybe you can call I've it. I've been
1: wanting to watch that, but I just haven't gotten around to it.
0: Did you watch the first season? I did watch the first season. Okay. Well, the second season kind of takes place not quite right after the events of the first season, but pretty close. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot more of it like it's at least in the first episode it's not really much of a change or anything it's um, it was a lot more homelander the first episode okay yeah but in general like, I'm I'm cool with uh, I'm gonna continue watching it it's just one of those things where I have to watch it when I'm sure that you know the girls are completely asleep right yeah. Because at any moment, something could be happening, whether it's a, se- a sex scene, a violent scene, or something or grotesque or something. Scene. Yes, exactly. Uh, season 3 of
1: Kipo yeah. premieres on October 12th.
0: Yeah, they, they're definitely going to double up because they really underestimated how popular it was going to be. It was the number one show for a long time, the first season and they didn't even greenlight a second season yet because they're like, well, we want to see the metrics and everything. And so it's like, give us more episodes. We're greenlighting you for, I think it was three or four seasons.
1: The third season is their last season.
0: Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. So they, they went ahead and just said, okay, just give us all you got.
1: Yep. Uh, let's see here. I watched an anime called the uh hoon Chronicles. Um, okay. And it's about
0: I'm sure you did a good
1: job pronouncing
0: that. Do what? I said I'm sure you did a good job pronouncing that.
1: I they they say it in the in the show, so I'm pretty sure I pronounced okay. it correctly. It's I D H U N Um But uh it's about Um like a world where Uh, they're, like, magical creatures and magicians and stuff. Um, and it gets taken over, like, and, uh, people escaped to Earth. And, um, there's somebody that's hunting down all the people that escaped and they're killing them. And there's, like, a small group of resistance that's that's trying to stop them. And there's, like, a prophecy that uh that they'll be stopped by a unicorn and a dragon but all the unicorns and dragons have died except for uh there were two of them and they sent them to earth and now they can't find them okay um but yeah uh it's it's decent uh there's only like five episodes uh or five or six episodes okay
0: um, and it's it's a- do what? Or is it dubbed or subtitled? It's dubbed. Uh,
1: actually, okay. it's like a German anime. Oh, okay. So it's it's a little different style, and it's not. Yeah, it's in English. Okay. And then uh, i also watched another episode of the anime Great Pretender on Netflix. Uh, yeah, how's I want to watch more of that, but uh, like it's not something Becca wants to watch, so I don't know when I'll. Squeeze that in. Okay. And then uh, Archer's back.
0: Yeah, you were talking about that. I think last time, or maybe we were just talking about it in general. But yeah, so he's. Uh, it takes place after him waking up from his coma.
1: Yep. And okay. like he's got a, uh, a tacticane. Cause he's got to use a cane, but he's got like a special cane that. Uh, Krieger made him that, like, works with his brainwaves to help him balance, and it has, like, sleeping gas in it, and, uh, and, uh, like, a garrote thing, and, a.
0: Okay, and so antics ensue from that?
1: Uh, of course, the first thing he does is spray himself in the face with the sleeping gas.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But, yeah, um, and, uh, like, it's, it's interesting, because, like, the, the first episode is all about how, uh, the, the team... Like came together and they perform really well without him. And then like he wakes up and they, they he ha- they have to reintegrate him into everything and.
0: It messes up the dynamic. Yeah. Okay.
1: And like, yeah, Ciro's all buff and stuff, and.
0: <laughs> well, I'll I'll have to wait and listen to how things go for you before I pick up because. Like I didn't watch a lot of the, the other stuff. Like I didn't watch any of what was it, Archer nineteen ninety nine or something like that.
1: Yeah. Whatever the space one was. Yeah. And you don't have
0: to. Oh I know I don't have to, but
1: um I'm a
0: completionist, so I kinda I kinda feel as though I do have to.
1: <laughs> it wasn't terrible. Okay, maybe it was, but...
0: It just wasn't as good.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what else have you watched? Um, I also watched a thing called Fall Mania, which is on YouTube. And it's um, getting the best Fall Guys players, like the streamers, and they're competing for $5,000. And so okay. there were two of those. And so I watched about six hours of Fall Guys. <laughs> awesome. And it was it was entertaining. It made me like the idea of uh, Fall Guys. And apparently they've done a big update. I know we don't talk about video games very often here, but apparently they've done a massive update where a lot of the maps have different variants that throw people off.
1: Good, because people were like figuring out the maps real fast. And
0: well, yeah, yeah. And so you get like the same people who are always winning, and you know it's supposed to shake some things up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really entertaining. It was worth my time. There were some upsets and I kind of got invested in a few of these uh Twitch streamers. And so, yeah, I I look forward to more of those. I like I definitely like Fall Guys. I think it's the perfect level of um randomness with gaming skills.
1: Yeah. Uh I think they turned off family share for Fall Guys. Um you may not be able to play my copy if you wanted to play that. Uh, Yo, like, I'd rather watch.
0: Yeah, I, it's one of those things where I probably enjoy watching it more than playing it because I think I'm just gonna get frustrated. Okay. That's why I don't have to be good. Fair enough.
1: Alright, you wanna move on to some movies?
0: Yeah, I've watched a couple, but not much.
1: Okay. Uh what um... do you watch?
0: I watched uh, the the classic Clue with uh, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn. Um, Oh, it's just got a huge cast. I can't even think of them all. Um, I feel like i I, I rewatched that that like
1: like twice during the time that we've been doing this podcast, at least.
0: I know. Every now and then it just comes up where it's like, you know what? I could watch that. Yeah. And it's one of those things I can kind of drift in and out of it. Like I can go in the other room or work on something or Mm -hmm. if I'm doing a project – um, it's just a lot of really funny gags and everything Oh it's got Christopher Lloyd that's another huge name in it yeah uh, but yeah it's just I don't know it's just really good and I enjoyed watching that um, and then we I sat with the girls and we watched cats and dogs with uh, it's it's also got a huge cast. It's got uh, Toby McGuire it's got um, let's see Alec Baldwin uh, Steve Buscemi. Um, okay. I think maybe oh the actor Michael Clark Duncan is that the guy that played John Coffey in Green Mile? Uh yeah, I believe so. I think he's in it. I'm not 100% sure, but you know it's it's this whole thing where uh, cats are trying to take over the world and dogs are around to keep them out and it's it's oh it's also got Jeff Goldblum in it. Okay. And That's an it's old just, movie, isn't it? It It is, it is, but my kids loved it, they laughed at a lot of it, it's got a lot of physical humor, and it's this, it, it's the interesting blend between live action where they get actual dogs and cats to perform, and they kind of just move their mouths, okay. visually, so you get weird things, but you do get, like, moments where they use puppets instead of um, real things, and those look kind of fake, but I don't know, it's, it was decent enough, my kids really enjoyed it.
1: okay. Um, I watched a documentary called Game Master, and, uh, it is about, uh, board game design. (laughs) Oh, okay. So that's totally up my alley. It's, it follows like a few designers and like their, the process they went through to get their board games published and, uh, what kind of steps they used to design and Things like that yeah interviews like big designers and it talks about like the spiel and stuff uh it's like an hour and a half long and it's pretty good uh if you're into that sort of thing then it's it's available on amazon to rent
0: for like 99 cents okay or but if i'm not for like five bucks or it, well if if i'm not like usually interested in that stuff would i enjoy the the show anyway uh, I don't know. Uh,
1: if you're not into board games at all, no. But okay. If you're into board games, then, then maybe. Because
0: every now and then there's documentaries where you don't have to actually know or enjoy the subject. It's just a really good documentary.
1: Um, I don't know. Uh. uh yeah, I don't. I don't think. If you're not into board games, you're not going to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um, So I didn't finish watching this, but we sat down as a family and we started watching Return of the Jedi last night. And uh, then after that, we'll move on to Episode 1 of Phantom Menace. Okay. And we'll see. I'm sure the kids are going to really love the Ewoks and all that. Uh, We got to the very end of uh, the Tatooine stuff where you know they're at Jabba's palace oh, okay and so they they enjoyed that quite a bit and honestly why was boba fett a thing right to like he's not character at all he appears in um it was just to
1: give um the second movie empire that that ending where he's where han's going away where the empire strikes yeah, back I-
0: but there's, at no point do, are we supposed to think that he's a badass. Right, no. Like, I know in the lore that he is one of the best bounty hunters and an awesome Mandalorian. And I also know that the Sarlacc at the end of that doesn't actually kill him. He actually makes it out of that. Okay. But it's just, he he's kind of a bumbling bounty hunter. It's just, I don't know. But anyway, the kids are enjoying that. We'll probably watch the rest of that tonight. Okay. Like, they're right at the perfect level for ZZ. She enjoys the moment. She follows the plots. Uh, Violet, she fell asleep, so okay. they're not quite riveting for her. But <laughs> in general, it's it's one of those things that I just feel as though it's time for ZZ to experience these things.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: But that's, that's all I've been watching for the past couple weeks, really.
1: Okay. Well, uh, shall we wrap it up?
0: Yeah. So uh, you can find us at Media Monday Show at Facebook. Um, you can send us an email at MediaMondayShow at gmail.com.
1: You can uh, leave us a message at Message.MediaMondayShow.com.
0: Yeah. And if you like something we did or didn't like something we did... Uh, let us know because we're always taking, you know, criticism and compliments yep. as with we'll for any kind of interactions. Yep. So uh,
1: I guess we'll see you in two weeks for episode 71.
0: All right. See you then.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.